Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hey Paul. Any technical difficulties thus far, Linda? <laughs> Been well, here for half an hour and haven't actually recorded anything yet. Surprisingly, <laughs> I'm still struggling with GarageBand. I like the previous version. After all this time um, off. I know. Get it together, woman. I know. So how are you, Paul? Good. 2021, kicking it off. Yes. And it feels a little bit like 2020 has rolled over into it, but... It's all right. We're we have been, we have the... been busy. We just haven't been doing things together. No. You've been busy, I've been busy, Joel's yeah. been busy. Correct. And uh, we're, we're now back. We're back on track now. Well, we've been doing a lot of little things around cooking with STEAM, just not actually any cooking. No, it's sort of been, well, I've been busy with my job, my yes. proper job. <laughs> Your real job. Um, and yes, so now we're sort of getting it back together again. But what we have done in the meantime is... And what you are yet to do, but I'm in. But we're moving, so we're we moving are moving right next door to the Preston Market. So which is going to be fantastic. Well, given the location and convenience, um, there's kind of no excuse not to uh, go and buy some nice ingredients and cook stuff. So, well, Preston Market. For those who don't know, we have a lot of time over there buying things. We talk about it all the time because. It's, it's a great place to go. Yeah, it's a good market. sort of local market, but yeah. this is a really good one for really fresh food, really fresh veggies. And it has a great little store there for a mix of different game meats and so on, which is quite hard to get in Australia. Yeah. We are, you know, in Europe, it's pretty easy to get game meat. Yeah. In Australia, we, uh, we like our chicken, we like our beef, we like our lamb. Yeah. We're kind of getting used to pork. And that's about it. We don't like a lot of other things, but uh, there's no, good, there's big selection. There's a really good selection over there. Of yeah, all well, it's sorts. not huge, but it, it's big enough. So, and it's good you get to know. I mean, you and I both go there mm. for not work, like you and I both do our shopping, shopping there. Um, but it's good after going for I don't know how long, a while, you get to know the, you know the which stores you want to go to to get what. So I've got my favourites for... Mm. See, I don't buy pork from my beef guy. No. And I only buy my fish generally from one or two suppliers there, um, unless there's something like left of field which catches my eye and I go, ah, I'll try this one. But, you know, poultry I generally get from the same place. Fruit and veg I've got two or three places. But, yeah, it's it's good. And there's a lot... I mean, there's a heavy... Um, Given that it's Preston, which is sort of pretty ethnically diverse, it's um, got quite a bit of a heavy Asian bent to it as well. There's quite a few good little, maybe not right in the market, but near the market, there's quite a few good little um, sort of Asian stores, if you like. So that's where you can get all those sort of groovy specialty things that you can't find in your local supermarket. That's right, and I know that privately a lot of the times you and I talk or when when it's not so much talking but you helping me out is when I'm asking you about buying something that I'm not really confident buying and I think now that we're going to be a press and market I think it opens up sort of being able to um, coerce you over there yeah. to talk about how do you choose 
why do you go to that fishmonger? What is it that you're looking for in the fish? What are you looking for in different types? You know, how do you, how can you tell it's fresh? Yeah. The things that you look for to put yeah, on your we'll, plate. We might take the camera over there and do a bit of a run around one early morning, get you out of camera. Oh no, sh- don't. Free coffee. <laughs> oh, that's not pretty. Let me tell you, don't put the camera on that. But uh, but not only the camera, pull the microphone so we can record yeah. you talking about it because. I think that's the times that I often ring you from there going, hey, is this, can I do this with this? And I think that might be good to really expand on that and maybe get some of the stallholders to talk to us as well about what's coming up, what's in season. Well, I mean, we could get them to come over and do a little podcast because they they don't have to go far. Because I have been, I have been trying to reach out to some people that I know who... Everyone's too embarrassed, man. Funny, isn't Seriously. it? Seriously. I know, they can't talk about what they do there. Oh, I just need to work it out. And, um, yeah, everyone wants a script, man. Uh, they just need time to think about it. But young Ethan Young, who came on, and I did a podcast with him one time, it was great. You know, I just loved hearing about this young guy starting off his business in COVID times with his umami oil, which I'm... Um, yeah, I think that's a fantastic Ooh. story. And... So apart from moving offices, which we're moving out of Sunny Brunny into, I'm not sure what the nickname for Preston will be. Prestonia. Prestonia. <laughs> um, but we are moving and we'll be there uh, around, before Easter we'll be all set up, hopefully. Yeah, I'll, I'll be set up. Well, you hopefully are, Hopefully by next week. I have to wait for the good folk at the NBN and some office petitions to be built and uh, a few things to happen, but we'll be there soon. Another good news that we did do, we, we, uh, we talked about briefly, I think, maybe, was um, our Moby Mag H2 oven. Moby Mag. We Moby did a Mag Christmas edition, which will be out forever now. So if you want to, I know yeah. it's not Christmas, but it'll still be there for you next Christmas. So we've just released uh, another one for February. Have we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You are a month behind, buddy. Yeah. So we just released that one. When? Today? No. Last week. I had. Well, you didn't have any involvement in it. Uh, I don't even have a link for it. Thanks no. for that. What? You haven't subscribed? <laughs> Where's Paul? the proofreading? What's going on? Who's doing the oh, this proofreading? One, this here? one was. Um, this was a rush job. Um, oh, okay. oh, that's good. That'll encourage people. I know. Have really a look. <laughs> no, no, but I, I had to. Pitch. I have. I have made a commitment to do it. Yeah. And. Um, so I use content that from the podcast yeah. to try and oh, no, I did look at it. What you am I talking about? I, yeah, I, I knew you were joking. Yeah. It would come back. Um, so that my next one's coming out at Easter. So I'm going to hit you up now for some, yeah. uh, some Easter stuff. Easter stuff that we haven't already got on the website. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Easter's a funny one. It is. It's a, it's a it funny is. one. We'll Does my head in we'll a little bit that the out. supermarkets release um, Easter buns, hot cross buns. I saw hot cross buns a week after Christmas. Exactly right. I was just going to say that. Like, what is going on with that? A week after Christmas. Like, I was seriously. Like, Dudes. Come on. And my little fella's addicted to them, so that doesn't help. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I actually had to make some a couple of weeks ago because he wanted hot cross buns. Hey, I know so a good recipe. Yeah. A friend of mine did. Yeah, funnily enough. Um, so we made them together. The crosses didn't weren't quite crosses, but we'll get there. But oh, it's hard to convince a five-year-old to do a cross. Yeah, he's he not too to bad on the parking bag. He's pretty good. Dinosaur. Oh, I bet he is. Yeah. In your jeans. He's pretty good. Whereas mine look more like little puddles, splashes. Yeah, well, I, mean, I could be I could be getting mine to a psychiatrist to say, 
What does this represent? Yeah, that nothing. It doesn't have to be bloody Instagram worthy, does it? It's got a taste. And these certainly never do appear yeah. on Instagram. So H two Oven is out. Yeah. And the link is from that on on our website as well. And in other news, <gasps> we more? are we are moments away. I would suggest moments. Well, we are actually away from having our book I know available. Where you're going. Yes. To the globe, print on demand. So. Basically, we get we we have over since launching the book, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people emailing us about the cost of postage. They want the book, but the cost of postage yeah. to pretty much anywhere, even as close as New Zealand, yes, um, is ridiculous. Like it's more. I mean, to New it's Zealand, I think it's fifty dollars. 50 or $60. It's more expensive to ship it anywhere than to buy the book. Yeah, correct. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Except within Australia. Australia. So, thanks to your genius mind, we've, we're now doing print on demand. So that means that you'll be able to order the book and it will be printed in your country. So for all the, the people that do read our, our website, that read H2Oven... And that do listen to the podcast, we have a huge number of people that are based in the States, based yeah. in the UK. America's our almost biggest audience. It's fantastic, isn't it's it? Not, and it's, I mean, but it's not great get to ahead see, of ourselves that no, we've got a huge audience, but we do have an audience. It's great to see that, you know, we're gaining traction around the world and and now the book will be releasing it very soon, but it's in its final like um, it's it's final it is we've we've approved everything for the print on demand yeah and it means that you'll be able to buy the book and have it shipped to your home in your local postage yeah only pay local postage exactly please. isn't that amazing so thank cool. you to uh ingram spark and getting it up onto their platform so that we can do print on demand go gotta have a shout out for doug come on my husband dougie who, he went uh, gray uh, <laughs> from doing the organisational well, editing. We, if you knew how, you know, dear listeners, if you knew how many times we all read Demystified and didn't pick up that... Oh, it's got mistakes. That there were mistakes. Yeah. We just, honestly, we could not... We must have read it 27 times, but collectively. Yeah. Yeah. And we missed that the, you know, pork belly doesn't mention pork. We missed, you know, little well, funny I don't think thing. That's the calamari, true. there was one, yeah. One of the pork bellies. And the calamari didn't mention, I think the recipe was, the ingredients were listed twice or the utensils were listed twice. We didn't pick that up. And whether we did, and it just wasn't changed with the printers at the time, but either way, the final draft we approved and then went, oh, look at all these problems. Oh, look, we've got 1,500 of them sitting here. (laughs) It took weeks to go through. Yes, we've got 1,500 books with mistakes, but that's part of the charm of being a self-publisher. Yeah. And that was our first one, and we didn't know what we didn't know. It was a bit of a Donald Rumsfeld moment then. We did not know what we didn't know. Yeah. Now we do know what we don't know, which is increasingly a lot. But which is get Doug to do it. Dougie <laughs> um, edited it, and it was quite brutal, Paul, with your spelling. I never said I was a good grammatically and, uh, and or spelling. Ever. No, and, uh, but now it's all okay. So I'm sure we'll find mistakes, but the good thing is now we can fix them ourselves. Well, Yay. if there is a mistake, the cool thing is, if there is a mistake and someone brings it to our attention, we can actually yes. pull that page down for a moment, repair the mistake, put the page back up. Done. 
and it's fixed. Exactly. So, yes. We are very excited. Yeah. And then now that we've got the process for getting book one, Demystified, now sorted out on print on demand, and we're down to our last hundred or so books, physical books here, so we really do need this for the Australian market as well. We are now down to the last little bits for book two. Three recipes to type in bad with bad spelling in English. They're not going to appear though. The world will not see those, Paul. But then that book too, Demystified, which we're still thinking about the name. Yeah. I'm thinking it's uh, again demystifying. Still demystified. Still demystified. Um, Demystified 2.0 or 1.1. Yes, we have to to look at this, don't we? What will work? If anyone's got any suggestions, there's a (laughs) follow-up title. It's a follow-up title to demystify. So there's lots happening. Yeah. And we're, we need, we just but we will to, get back to cooking. We will. We just yeah. need to stop cooking for a little while while we've got other things. Well, pull the kitchen apart. Well, you did pull the kitchen apart. Ship it over. Apart. Put it back you, together again. And in doing so, maybe, you know, there was a lot of time. You had a small injury to your back. Yep. Which was not good. Uh, I don't think it was related to that, but yeah. years of chefing probably uh, didn't help. But now Lack that's of all fitness sorted, in general. Apart from that. Well being. <laughs> <laughs> but now we've, we had to do nah. a lot of things for cooking with Steam that didn't involve cooking or talking. And now they're done. Or they're just about to be done. Hmm. So it's going to be a really exciting 2021. We'll get it back on the tutorial bandwagon too for the video tutorials. And we did a reach out on Facebook. And I've got a lot of really good suggestions on topics that people wanted to see more of. So we're going oh. to follow up on those. This Sorry, year. I don't look at Facebook. Well, now that Facebook doesn't like Australia. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we'll I, sort that seriously, out. Seriously, who cares? We'll sort that out. Well, yeah, media. The media having a... No one uses it. Facebook. Well, <laughs> I'm being I'm sarcastic. Just, I've, I've just got onto it myself, but... Um, <laughs> now that it's... Now that, now that it's <laughs> I've just got onto it. Now What's that, this um, new thing... What's the intranet? The, inter, in, what? the interweb? What's the WWW stand for? <laughs> the interweb. The um, So yes, now, but we, got, we did get some really good topics. So we're going to oh, be okay. looking at that. So we've got a whole lot of... Uh, we yeah, have stuff got coming. Some guest, yeah, we have got some guest speakers coming up as well. Once we get them to get over their uh, shyness about having this blue Yeti in front of them. We'll get there. Busting out a few plugs today, Wish looking for more free for stuff. Any, I know. Wish we were getting paid for any of it, but no, it's uh, it's going to be a really exciting year. I cannot wait, Paul. No, it's going to be good. Get back into the groove, but yes, until then, until we should, we'll, we should actually post some photos of the kitchen. It's nearly done. Not yet. The steam. Not no, no, yet. but it's nearly done. Yeah. Cool. Should, I've got a. Could, I actually got a new toy which arrived today. I can't really tell anyone about it just yet, but I'll be putting it into action um, just to level up a little bit some stuff if you do happen to be able to vacuum seal things. Well, imagine what you could do if you had a vacuum sealer, Paul. Yes, imagine. Could, imagine the things that you could do in your combi steam oven on steam. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to dip into that. I know it excludes a lot of people, but we might dip into the also what's good about them as well. Because they're not just great for for cooking, and for you know for just the sous vide type cooking. They're actually a whole heap of other uses which people maybe don't know about or don't think about. So, I mean, I, I it's 
I have experience with vacuum sealers and vacuum drawers and chamber vacuums and all sorts of stuff and um, yeah they're kind of a hard one for people to commit to buying a really good one because they're not inexpensive but for the short amount of time I had one at my house uh, I reckon it saved me thousands of dollars in food just from just from storage space like and also the interesting things you can do with it so you don't you don't always need to vacuum seal food to to cook it vacuum seal sliced strawberries and it pushes all the the juices and water back into the strawberries and makes them super flavored oh see there's a topic well i know doug's family in norway hello the technanders reaching out to them i know they're listening but they last no, time. No, they do. Oh, do they? They do actually. So there. Where's the invite? Well, well, fishing when, in Norway, man. When Come can on. we get out of yeah, Australia? No, that's true. So, but I do know that last time we were there, the lovely Paul went fishing and came back with a bucket full of fresh fish, and then he stood there with his wife, the lovely Gudrun, and they cleaned the fish up and put it all into their vacuum sealers yeah. and put it into their fridge for later. Yeah. And uh, how fantastic! Yeah. Like just. You know. They do that with reindeer and all Oh, they do that. I know they do. Yeah. yeah, so it's a different story. I've, I've also seen that. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, but, but it's I mean, different. it's like... It's, you know, they, that's why they carry knives yeah. in there. It's really good for food storage, but there's some other cool things you can do. If I'm feeling super generous, I might release my recipe on how to make your own aero chocolate because you use a vacuum <gasps> for that as well. So you can make wow. your own bubbly chocolate. Okay. So yeah, there's a, we'll, we'll dip into that. I think it's about time. Well, all these things that we've been talking about for ages and we've been a little bit limited with what we could do yeah. in the cooking with steam kitchen that it was. Yeah. But now we've got, got more space. Bigger space. Bigger space, better space. A few space, more toys. Ground floor. Bit more power. Ground floor, no more stairs. Bit more power, close to the market. It's all It's all on the tick, edge of tick, the market. Tick. It's all completely. Yeah. So... We are very excited at the changes this year, and we look forward to getting if you're right in Melbourne, back into it. There might be at some stage an opportunity to come and have a look, and we might do a couple of in-person things. Maybe that would be great. We'll see. We've got a few ideas. We've got some very, we'll there's some lots of ideas running Set around. Set myself a few challenges. And. Um, but yeah. No, it's going to be a really exciting year. So it's good to see you back in our old cooking with steam kitchen, saying goodbye to it, the space that it is. See you later. And hasta uh, la vista. We're out of here, and we'll um, we'll speak to you guys soon. So until then, happy cooking. Happy Take cooking. Take care. And for everybody who's fighting off COVID, please stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Socially distance. Wear a mask. Stay home and cook. Wear a mask. <laughs> Bye, Paul. Wear a mask. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in the modern world. We'd love you to subscribe and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.